Hey friends, after a short break, Jeff, Jason, and Michael are back with episode 6 of Canacast Canada. On this episode, we cover cannabis education, anticipated problems with dispensaries, cannabis standards, the Aurora acquisition of Medrelief, and a whole lot more perspective, and of course, wonderful personality. Enjoy. For episode 15 uh, with Jason, Jeff, and Michael of Canacast Canada. <laughs> wow. What episode is this? Did I black out for at least 10 six. episodes? I think so. <laughs> wow. This is episode six, right? Six. six. Yep. So I read a stat online that said that uh, average podcast lasts seven episodes. So oh, we're almost there, guys. Yay. We're over the seven yep. year itch. One seven, more. Seven and then podcasts. we've matched the average. And, and after that, that average. we lead the pack. Sweet. Awesome. And then we take over the world. Exactly, and we've had a bit of a hiatus. Uh, what, one month? Approximately? Well, we finally got some good weather, so we were allowed out of the house and yeah. you know, got yeah. some sun on our faces, right. vitamin D. That's what happens in uh, Alberta. We get bad weather, and no one leaves the house. Oh, I, ha- I hardly left my house all winter. Yeah, straight Me up. Either. Straight up, smoke buddies were my best friend. I don't actually know what smoke buddies are. I don't smoke. It's uh, it's 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 the new age version of a bounce sheet and a toilet paper roll. Ah. Yeah, but like carbon filter, it's yeah. fucking amazing. Well, so you can use a smoke buddy for more than. Hey, smoke buddy, tobacco. you hear me, smoke buddy? Gotcha. Send me some shit. <laughs> All right, a little subliminal message sent out there. Yeah. So, uh, what do we have on the agenda today, gentlemen? I think it's awesome that uh, Old College in Alberta is uh, is opening up their doors to um, to this industry, and they're they're offering up five different courses that students can take to learn how to grow your own basically become your own get, get involved in, in whatever way you want to i think so they, they're offering the science behind it the uh, business end of things documentation techniques. yep so for perspective where's olds on a map just for anybody who's not from alberta i think it's about what 45 minutes north of airdrie old is between uh red calgary and edmonton red deer area they're all over alberta right old college i believe is, they have north. a they have campus in calgary they have uh, yeah. i think <laughs> I probably should check these statistics first. But. No, they're, they're 45 minutes north of Calgary and uh, half an hour south of Red Deer. It you. seems like every school these days is putting together some sort of cannabis-related uh, curriculum. To. Well, yeah, I think that, yeah, they're probably trying to cash in, right? I mean, they're offering these courses online only, and they're yeah. $7.99 per. So who's making this they, curriculum? Are they getting, like... That's the thing. They're, they're, I guarantee you they're getting consultants. I mean, and I yeah. hope, well, I hope they're getting... who are getting, the consultants? They, they actually have two... Uh, different companies in Alberta right now that are involved in Sundial Growers who actually follow us on uh, Instagram which okay. is kind of cool and they, um, and Terra Life as well yeah so um, let's see let's see how it goes I mean I'm, I'm excited to see that colleges and, and people are starting to recognize yeah. it as a commercial industry yeah. as something that's going to happen that could be but, a, a former black market grower on a large scale that went legit you don't know but. the idea of, of you know the, they're and just, we'll they're just the, the you know leading the pack yeah. right they're starting it out and then and of course, there's going to be a shitload of errors and it has problems to start with it. Somewhere. It has, to, it has start to start somewhere. somewhere exactly. So that's, um, I think that's a great but step in the schools across Canada in all provinces now have uh, new course outlines, mm-hmm. and most of them are launching this fall. Like at the, yeah, the Cannabis and Hemp Expo in uh, 
in Calgary, what, uh, three weeks ago, month ago, uh, there was a local college as well that was advertising new courses starting this summer. Like everyone's trying to summer. get ahead I, of the curve. I like the oh, okay. idea. I like the idea. I just wish there's, there's, we need to have, they need to have some kind of solid certification backing some kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, yeah, you're talking about like a qualification, program, like what, what, the proper framework. Well, what qualifies me? So I, I take I take XYZ's course as opposed to ABC's course. Right. Why? Why? What? You know what I'm getting at? Like, I think you're talking about cultivation, though, specifically. Like, if you, because they have like the business of cannabis, so they're taking a standard business course and they're wrapping it with the cannabis theme. and turning it green. Yeah, and right. Putting That's little all green. Doing. I guess that. Okay, I, I see that. Yeah. But okay, so taking young young cannabis-minded people and and educating them in the in the world of but business. But I think if you're like proper business, if you you yeah. if you have your MBA or if you have been doing sales for ten years in any field, um, you're good to go. You're more likely qualified to jump into the cannabis industry than some 19 year old who's taken a cannabis business course at old college so and it goes back to it goes back to the, the cultivation right so that's that's kind of where i want to see some kind of again like you said who who is the guy that's wrote this course on on how weed is properly grown or or you, you know what i'm saying like yeah proper yeah. techniques proper nutrients proper flushing techniques who is this person what are their qualifications and and why am i spending my money right to get this certificate that means what who are I the mean, people that are growing for these legal producers this is it. on a large scale? Right. I, I want them to sign off on this program saying, yes, this is certified by Alva Alchemist. Maybe they Remo. are. Maybe some of them are. Maybe. maybe, maybe I, I hope so. Know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't yeah. know. I'm hoping that there's some kind of pre-qualification. There's some kind of validity to this course. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So at yeah. the end of it, if I go and spend my money, if I'm some young guy or even myself, yeah. and I go and I say to my wife, hey, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to old college. I'm spending the money. I'm, I'm quitting my job. This is, this is what we're doing. I go and I do all that, and I come out of there with a certificate, and I walk into uh, – a grow a grow operation and yeah. say or an LP and say hey listen I've got this fancy certificate and they say from what well that's just the way cool. it is in any industry though yeah. really without any ex real life experience, no. job experience you're gonna get a job on the cutting room floor and you're gonna work your way if up. I get a red seal you know it's a trade it would be a trade it should be treated like a trade if right. I got if I've got a red seal if I've gone through the ropes of of cultivation you know what I mean? okay so a plumber yeah if that's not how it works but if, if you're a plumber if a plumber goes and he goes through the steps and he gets taught properly and he and he then apprentices underneath somebody yeah. that teaches them and then now he's got so many hours and then and then he applies and he gets his his red seal his gold seal he is that is his certificate that's he could walk in pretty well anywhere and get a job he could start his own business with that i think the key word though is apprenticeship and because you know you take like a red seal uh, carpenter um they're not just taking that in school right part of that whole training process is being on the job for years for hours and hours and hours and hours and mm -hmm. earning it to, yeah uh, okay work so, but that industry hasn't been around for long enough like cannabis industry right so it hasn't yeah. but there, these lps no... are apparently screaming and hurting for people to help them on the on the yes know, on the floor so yeah i mean look and i think I'm, we're making the same point here yeah you're gonna take yeah, this yeah. course yeah. right and you're gonna get this certification there should but you be know a certain amount of man hours involved Absolutely. in experience yeah yeah, yeah. You know. no i guess i guess we're, we're we're rolling off the rails a little bit it, sure. it, it, it's a great start it's it, a it's, yeah uh, and like everything you're getting at i think is 
potentially going to come from down yeah. the, the pipe, right? Yeah. Like it's just uh, there's going to be so many bumps in the road for this to get to get right. And like I said before so, about the whole like legalization of things, it's like you know everybody's getting all up in arms about how crazy the laws are and how crazy the legalization is. Yeah. But the bottom line is the way. And I was I was a little upset at first until I've sat back and I've done a lot of these can of casts and I started reading and yeah. and researching. And and the actual thing is is the government has to encompass it in a big foul swoop because if they don't right they, how do you add to laws it, yeah. it's, it's it's almost impossible to add to laws right. you know what i'm saying yeah. to say oh no no well now you can't smoke in public oh no 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 we now you now you can't smoke here or now you you know so another so thing it, it's one of these things where they're it, it's they just have another to thing. do it they right. have to just do it. It has to start somewhere. It has a need for exactly. it. They have to do it. Like any industry, historically, start the engine. Whenever there's a need, at, the schools always make adjustments in it. And another thing they offer is that that you can take just a one course. If you want to get your own grow license, you can pay seven ninety nine for an online course for four or five weeks or whatever it is, and learn the basics of horticulture and how to grow your own stuff and take care of it. I guess, um, and that's it. And maybe that's the extent of where you want to be involved because you want to grow your own medication, okay. and that's great. And you so know, no disrespect to old college no, or any online course, gonna, but no. go to YouTube, you probably get the same information. Absolutely, you probably could. From people YouTube, who are more knowledgeable. A little bit of, uh, little bit of time and YouTube effort. YouTube being cut in all the cannabis channels. V- Vimeo or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> YouTube's really stupid for, for doing that, but I mean, you know what? Do what you gotta well, do. Well, you can Vimeo, find your resources online in many different 100%. ways, right? You you can reach, you go to, you can join Facebook groups, all kinds of stuff where you can get stuck in a support. Yeah, exactly. But if you just want to get it over with on your own and learn it all and you know maybe you're a, maybe you're a shut-in or an introvert or whatever it is you pay your 800 bucks you get your your, your so, grow license you learn how to grow you throw it in your closet and you're done do you think that at some point um with all of these schools making adjustments adding new curriculums that we may actually find ourselves in a saturation point like i mean lps are growing at an exponential rate right now and there's mm-hmm. a need for workers um but like any other industry you know like the dental hygiene is a perfect example uh there was a major need for it what a decade ago so they're pumping out students like crazy yeah and now there's way too many dental hygienists yeah uh mm-hmm. floating around without jobs i could see that how oh, it can happen of course yeah with, with any new it, it's a brand new industry who knows though right i mean it's such an unknown yeah, I guess uh, the cream will rise to the top. A lot of people if are going to try it US, out and fail probably too, US, right? They, they'll, they'll give it a go and just, hey, I want to try something new, try a new industry. Oh, it's not for me, right? And I'll just drop out. It's, guys, it's not going to be for everybody. Have you ever have you ever be, known anybody that that helped other people out with weed that are hurting? Ever? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we, we, you know, uh, marijuana sells itself, cannabis sells itself. I, I don't want to say weed, but I mean, cannabis and, and the, 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 the benefits of cannabis sell itself. I mean, there's yeah. not there's not many people I know sure. that that try cannabis. You either try it and you like it, or you try it and you don't. And if you like it, you don't stop liking it. And you buy what you can afford. That's it. And you and you, you hammer down every day for. And it's not you, something you lose your house over typically, unless no. you're a drug dealer, I guess. Or no, I, I've never know. seen anybody. But anyway, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I could see it very. I could see it taking over alcohol. I could see alcohol sales plummeting uh-huh. over the next few years. That's and I hope fact. I see that. I've read countless articles lately that say that there are estimates that by 2020, Good. cannabis will outsell hard alcohol. Good. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Awesome. And Aspen, Colorado, in the last quarter, uh, actually sold more cannabis in their local dispensary Good. than did alcohol. Yes. Sweet. Cannabis, cannabis, cannabis in, in ways, you know, cannabis isn't, isn't for everybody. 
don't don't you know what i mean it, it's not for, sure. for everybody but it's for a lot of people you know yeah, it, it's for a lot more people than alcohol is let me tell you or, or but, maybe a little bit of cannabis and alcohol you know you subsidize hey you drink a little less and you smoke a little more this is it for right? sure i mean but but like i was getting at cannabis isn't for everybody but you know alcohol it, it cannabis also helps in ways with with mental issues and stress and anxieties where alcohol is the complete other yeah effect. it doesn't help at all i just sure. i just want to see a help healthier candidate i think we will i think i think marijuana also makes people sit and think about themselves they they, they it makes people go to go to go to court with themselves if that's yeah, the right you can way. sit back and reflect you know yeah. sit back and reflect and what am i doing you yep. know it makes people want to be a little more healthier it makes people a little more grounded a little more I, I think it makes words. you just more in touch with your own life. I guess bit. so, yeah. So uh, to sum it all up then, uh, cannabis-related studies, uh, yay or nay? Is it is it a good thing? I think it's a great thing. I think we need, again, like the we right said, study. it needs it need to right. start somewhere. I think that, that you know, if, if we're talking cultivation and actually the growing of the plant and or extraction processes and so on and so forth, I think there needs to be some kind of an apprenticeship program there. There needs to be some kind of hours logged with somebody that's already gone through the program that is a, is a proven grower, like a proven, yeah. uh, you know, uh, so, I, again, I can't find the words. But no, it, I think we're all in agreement that it's mm-hmm. necessary. And uh, just so long as the programs are strong. That's it. Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. It, it, it's, I mean, it has to I'm count for, for something, right? People are, these kids are getting out of school and they got to go somewhere and they want to go to cannabis school. And this is the one that they're going to be, is available to them. It better be worth something. If it's right? going to teach them safe practices. You can't walk out of there thinking you went to Trump University, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. But if, if it's going to teach them safe practices and, 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 and ultimately provide better weed to the world or better cannabis to the world, Perfect. Let's right. do it. Yeah, and in, yeah. you're right. Not just in Canada, but outside our borders to, to the world, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. it's going to help people. We already know cannabis helps people. So, yeah. like, if we can train people or, or educate people to to grow the best possible, cleanest, pesticide-free, mold-free marijuana, why the fuck wouldn't we? Yeah. Perfect. So, okay, natural transition under the next subject then is uh, cannabis standards is we're talking about standards for educational courses i hope they keep going higher and higher and higher well okay so the aglc alberta government talking alberta here introduced a new program called sell safe so if you want to work in a local pot shop dispensary or you want to even do security for any type of marijuana you have to facility. pay the piper how much does it cost tell me how much i don't actually cost. know the price but i think it's that, gonna cost money oh same yeah same as smart I'm, serve same well, as the alcohol what do they call it in alberta when you serve alcohol smart serve smart uh, in ontario ontario smart, smart serve, serve. Uh, bc um, is serve it right uh, oh, here okay. it's called right, serving um, it right here it's called smart surgery. Anyway, they all have anyway, the same, same kind shit. of program. And it teaches you how to identify people who are intoxicated. Good, but alcohol and marijuana is two different fucking things. Yeah, but I mean, now that you now that we're smart doing this. Smart cell? So what do they say? called smart cell. So they're, they're going to limit Sorry, 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 sorry. Cell safe. Okay, cell safe. Cell safe. So cell safe. So what are they going to worry about? Like, the guy's going to hurt his back carrying a pound out of the... Out of the out no, of the, how to identify minors. Typical stuff. Like oh, you well, have. that's... Yeah, yeah. I mean... Um, how to identify people who are intoxicated and to not sell to them. Like... Alcohol intoxicated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. No, uh, cannabis intoxicated too. I would imagine. So if I go in there with red eyes, they're not going to sell me weed. How can you be? Yeah. Yeah. No. That's that's. Well, I can't. It just. Yeah. I can't. Okay. So cool. 
Yeah, well, yeah. you don't like it. You like it. I mean, you I think, think you want I think standards. I think that's that. I'm talking about standards of, of quality of, of, of cannabis. Yeah. Standards of <laughs> standards of people telling me how much cannabis I'm allowed to consume is a little ridiculous. What is it going to hurt other than my pocketbook for me to go in and buy a bunch of cannabis? Straight I guess up. if we're going to do nothing. This, a lot of people are saying, though, like, if we're going to do this and we're going to jump on in, and, and I'm not saying it's good or bad, but some people are saying start a little bit on the conservative side and then let go of some of the rules as we start to figure out what works and what doesn't work. So right now they're like, all okay, right, if we're going to put, let's say, hypothetically in Calgary, 50 dispensaries, these people who are selling cannabis which is allegedly okay. an intoxicant uh, uh, they should they should at least have some understanding of the product i like that idea okay. yeah. how to keep uh, it safe uh, I, I i agree with that okay sure but i mean i'm not, okay i don't think they don't need training i just Let's think see that how it goes. is all it's often taken with a lot of, of, of authority and it's it's you know well you know in my experience especially with alcohol and having some someone having a disability I've experienced a lot of shitty you know, shitty things at bars because of my disability and people thinking I'm drunk even though I've had a couple drinks and not being able to oh, be shit, allowed really. in, right? And they're yeah. just like, oh no. But I'm composed like this, mm -hmm. but I've stumbled because I, I have bad balance, right? right? right. And mm -hmm. I can sit there and talk all, all day to these bouncers and they're not going to let me in. And, and that is, I think, an example of somebody flexing their muscle too much. Mm. Um, and That's I hope that doesn't happen uh, in I, this situation, like Jay said about, uh, you know, going in there with red eyes. I mean, it's, it's hard to, I think, gauge somebody's level of intoxication, especially with marijuana. Absolutely. So on, mean, the, on the one hand, they want to, or they are going to uh, force everybody to take cell safe. That's fine. I mean, uh, I, I get that. I get the idea that I, but as a consumer too, I want somebody on the other at, other end of the counter to be educated. But here's the thing, and I was, I was going to say, that's on the one hand. On the other hand, I mean, you know how uh, packaging is going to be extremely limited mm -hmm. in terms of the information that can be given, in terms of the marketing and the branding and all that, right? Mm -hmm. So in addition to the limited packaging, they're now saying that these quote-unquote bud tenders, I don't know if there's a better word for it. Sure, bud tender, I love it. at these pot shops won't be allowed to describe the effects of the cannabis. Absolutely the fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like if you go to a dispensary right now in Vancouver, you can say, what is this? What does it do? Absolutely. What's it like? How and as you should it? be able to. That's the whole point of the medication. But now, right. no, you can go in and buy your cannabis, but the bud tender as part of the Celsius program as well, won't be allowed to say, well, here's what I recommend. This has this particular terpene in it, which will do this to you. It's got 25% THC, so it's strong. How about, how so you're separating medical from recreational like completely in that regard. Yeah. I mean, Even that's ridiculous. Sell safe, listen to, what, listen to the words. Sell safe, but I can't tell you how this is gonna affect you, sir. No. Get the fuck out of here. The right? only thing you're gonna get so is stupid. the ingredients on the side of the package. That that's dumb. That's dumb, dumb, dumb. So again, sell safe, but I can't tell you how this is gonna affect you, sir. Yeah. Well, and I think the, the... Go home and try it yourself. Don't drive, though. I wouldn't drive. Or, or, maybe, or maybe walk. The idea. Or ride your bike. I'm not defending it. I'm just playing so devil's stupid. advocate. The idea is that if, say, you're 22 years old and you work in a pot shop, you don't have the qualifications to tell someone how they'll physically feel like a doctor might from a medication or something. So it's provided by somebody else. Well, the it's going to be provided to. anywhere. I personally think people will ignore that. And they'll just talk. They'll talk. Well, they talk anyway. Yeah. But by law... But there's nothing wrong with, with somebody else t 
telling telling the bud tender there this is what this stuff does. But that goes right? back sure, to you the can sell tell them, guys. But it you're goes, not you're not selling it. You're buying it. But it goes back to the whole no, education. But, but the guy's boss, the guy you know who owns the shop, whatever. Yeah. Not the bud tender himself, but whoever is giving him the medication to sell to these people, or the you know. Uh, they should be able to provide that information to those people behind the bar. Well, what's not fair, and I always hate comparing uh, cannabis to alcohol, but what's not fair is the branding with alcohol. And I know that in the last decade or two, they've really cut out a lot of the marketing. But still, you get fancy labels, you get all fancy names. Um, you can read the back of a bottle of wine, tells you what's in it, it tells you, it may not tell you how you're going to feel in terms of the actual drunk you get from the alcohol, but it's, it's got a lot of information pertaining to what the alcohol can do for you and taste like and all that. I, I, and with cannabis, you know, you get the blank packaging. You can't you can't talk to an employee like you could in a wine store about the wine? You know? Oh yeah, well this is it, right? I mean, you could you could talk about wines and which region it comes from right. and which sun it faced or which which you know, it's so fucking ridiculous. Where, where the grapes are growing, all that. Yeah, right. But but you know, you can't talk about. I don't care about the packaging packaging I don't, let it be bland let it be you know that's fine with me but right but there needs to be some kind of educated educated person person like behind that yeah. counter that can can tell me how this should affect me because everything is different right every everybody's body type is different we've already talked about this in other can of cast but yeah. we we know that um, a sativa might affect me different than it might affect you, Mike. Yeah. Different than it'll affect Jeff. But for the most case, it's gonna it, it's gonna uh, it's gonna have the similar effects yeah. for all of us, yeah. right? But you know, it, it just well, I, I don't know how to. I don't. I, I just it, it makes zero. You know what sense it's gonna to do me. too? It really does. You know, we talk a lot about the the small player in the game being pushed up by the big players. If the small player can't be niche, if they can't have friends oh, and course. bring them in and yep. say, here's here's what I got today, these yep. are my products, here's why they're good, here's why they like it, that'll destroy their ability to be a salesman. 100%. Person. Yeah. And and they're even talking about, I read today, that uh, the Vancouver dispensaries are pushing, they're, they're, they're gonna start pushing all the Vancouver dispensaries to grow buy from the LPs and the LPs only. Well, it's all gonna be regulated. Yeah. Just like you can't buy moonshine from your friend's uncle to sell your liquor yeah. store, yeah. Yeah. right? I mean, you. You can disagree with it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it's it's no, going to be on a level playing field. I completely get that, but but with that said, they 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 need to have an alternative to an LP, and I'll say that loud and clear. I'm saying that from, they need to have a craft market, a micro market, uh-huh. so to speak, right? And now, they have they to. They, well, they, they will. All these small time right? growers have to legitimize somehow and be part of the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, the government has to elect them legitimize. Yeah, no, for sure, because it, it's just going to end up the Coke and Pepsi. We say it every single time. You know, and you look at you look at every market. Well, it's not because I, I hope it's it's Coke and Pepsi and, and that guy growing at home his four plants. Yeah, and the medical guys yeah. that are growing there. Those guys there. won't be mainstream no, consumer products. No, not, no, not right away. No. no, but everyone knows. Everyone knows. If you're a super casual user, you probably go to a pot shop, like a legal pot store. Oh yeah. If you're sure. a, a long-term heavier user, you probably won't walk through the door. You know what I mean? You'll go to your you'll, regular you'll growers. Go, you'll walk through the door to check it out. Price price. Price. Yeah, you'll check yeah. it out. But you're not going to go there all the time and buy a $10 gram. And you're like, why? You know, yeah. if I want two grams, four grams, five grams a day, yeah. you're going to go to somebody who can sell it to you for four bucks a gram, yeah. five bucks a gram. Absolutely. You know, so it's going to be almost like two different markets. You know? Yeah. It, it, oh, absolutely. It'll be completely two different markets. Two more dedicated pot consumers will go to their own and people. Like 
really black and white differences between them. It, it, it's really kind of it's I shocking. I, whether, I think we might see about for recreational versus medical. Like, I might see. <laughs> I think we might see some gray too, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still, there's so many differences. So many, so many unknowns. I think I've got it figured out, and then one day, and the next day, yeah, no shit. You just think it, it's all crumbling. I just, I'm just gonna wait and see what happens. Okay, I'm just trying, trying my best to. To keep on top of it but. Uh, there's too much information out there man staying on the cannabis standards uh thing you guys have heard of vqa wines yeah so you can get it it's a, it's a wine yes. standard in mm -hmm. canada if yeah. you're a vqa you're considered higher end you've gone through a framework of tests and everything like else right mm -hmm. so now there's a new thing out there called cannabis wise and they're comparing it to the vqa seal of approval but for cannabis Cannabis okay. wise, if you have the cannabis wise seal on your product, that means that you have adhered to all of the cannabis wise standards for growing and cultivation and production and marketing. Hopefully, you went to school. I like it. <laughs> you like it? Yeah, why not? But see, again, that... smaller growers won't get a cannabis wise seal. Now, you why wouldn't they? Because they're not going to be sold in, in LPs, first of all. So, probably, why would they? So, they, or, sorry, they not, wouldn't not have it sold in, in dispensaries. Okay, so they don't have a market anyway, so who gives a shit? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. I just feel like it's just another way in which hands are getting into the industry and trying to make it done. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, of course. It, and you're going to see it more and more and more. Yeah. You're going to see it more and more and more. Everybody, everybody's going to become a professional. Like, right? Everybody's going to become a professional. You're going to have guys that are used to telling you, telling supermarkets how their apples should be stored. And they're going to be now the professionals of storage and of cannabis. You're going to have to do it. Eh? Well, it, it, it's a new and emerging market. There's yeah. going to be guys popping out of everywhere. It's, 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 it's a new commercial item. It's, 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 it's an old, it's an old trusty rusty medication yeah underground medication that's been there forever but it's now popping to the forefront of retail and with that retail comes a massive amount of supporting industry and regulation and iso certification and cannabis yeah, wise and yeah. this and that and you well, know canada dog approved and fucking you know health canada already exists and already sort of make sure that all all factories and facilities have a particular yeah. set of standards right so those standards are already there from health canada but they don't brand themselves they don't market themselves to make a dollar so somebody else is going to come on their backs Guys, and back them and say hey well not only are they, are they in canada yep. now bing there's the celsius or sorry, the can natural. it's going to happen it's only natural it's, it's going to happen anyway i mean in any industry you have a, a yep. seal of approval that that has to it has to be passed you know what Shit, i, mean? I wish that at, was my idea look at well anyway so they're saying that they are this is the definition they're defining the global quality standard i heard today uh a dispensary applicant in Alberta said that now that they've gone through the initial application process and really looked at the costs and everything else associated in terms of, you know, uh, modeling your place, paying your rent, staff, everything, all your training, your electronics, um, they're looking at in the ballpark of a million dollars. I believe yeah, it for one okay. small one store. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's, mm -hmm. I, that's why I backed right away. I, when I first yeah. started, like, honestly, I was a, you know, big dreams type thing right small guy big dreams mm -hmm. but uh it, it it smacked me in the face real quick when i started looking into it how much and this was like i gave up again probably six eight months ago thinking about the dispensary idea just because i knew it's going to be the big guys with big money that are going to come in yeah and open 10 to 15 at 
once. Yep. Uh, their their 15% or whatever it is, don't quote me on the 15% share of the amount of stores they're allowed in Alberta or whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, that's what's going to happen. And it's happening. So in our town, our city of uh, 61,000 people, at the meeting today that I attended, they said that they had between 50 and 60 inquiries from uh, individuals and companies that want to open a dispensary here alone. <laughs> 50 wow. to 60. Uh, yeah. That's why I, I and so all these places here. are going to open up. And like Jay said, they're going to be, you know, some of them are going to be run by the big LPs, but uh-huh. it's only a matter of time before the big LPs. Little guys are shaking the little out. Guys are, yeah. yeah well, they're going to, and the ones that open up are going to be shaken out really quickly. 100%. But... I know that in a short amount of time or whatever amount of time, it's they're going to start popping up again because the people that appreciate it so much, the craft industry, and once it eventually gets to that point, I know that no one knows sure, but the more I read, the more I'm starting to believe that there will be a shortage upon legalization. And now they're saying anywhere from three to five years before equilibrium, meaning they're producing enough product to uh, serve consumers. Oh, I believe it. Uh, If if store shelves are empty and you're not a big player to pay the bills, you're out. You're out. Yep. Out, out, out. And just to add to the other point about the 50 to 60 inquiries in in our city, um, she said many of those are existing liquor stores that want to flip. Mm -hmm. Because the liquor liquor consumption's already going down, guys. Yeah. Even on the anticipation of 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 marijuana being legalized, Mm -hmm. liquor consumption's going down. I'd like to even look at stats. I'm gonna from when decriminalization happened, right? And and I bet you liquor consumption's gone down since then. Since Canada did the, you know, oh, major guarantee decriminalization. It. Guaranteed. Guarantee it, right? yeah. And I then, mean, I mean, there's all kinds of statistics in the states, in Colorado and, and uh, Oregon and Washington, where alcohol sales are going down. Good. Significantly. Good, good, good. And cannabis revenues are increasing. Wonder awesome. about all, uh, all the other things that come with alcohol, like, you know, abuse and, yeah. you know, the whole Depression bunch of other and, things. Yeah, uh, yeah what, what kind of levels are, if they're dropping or where they're going to, I'd like to look into that. Studies have shown that people, uh, opiate addicted patients are actually using less opiates now because when they have access to medicinal cannabis that's a fact yeah yeah it's it's, that's a fact across the board i've seen that multiple times but i'm talking like more along the lines of like jeff said depression uh uh, domestic abuse Uh um shit like that um and last point i want to make about dispensaries uh, at least in bc alberta saskatchewan liquor depot you know how aurora bought i think a 20 percent stake in liquor depot yep they've now renamed liquor what liquor Liquor depot Depot. liquor where oh gross (laughs) they've now (laughs) renamed their they've now renamed their company alcana yes yes you see that yeah so alcohol cannabis alcana wow and uh did you know that they're the largest publicly traded liquor chain liquor store chain in all of north america yeah they're liquor depot liquor barn same they're not same. fucking around they're huge huge, yeah. huge 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 so i guarantee you there's going to be an alcana uh, cannabis store in I, every city i talked to the guy he was at the ford dealership here and um i just ended up he overheard me talking to somebody about cannabis or something i can't remember but he he, you've been talking about cannabis yeah a little bit (laughs) once in a while so but he 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 approached me and and introduced me as a a manager there and asked me if i had a card or got my number from me and he was from the liquor barn and talked about alcana is what he said he was gonna they were changing it to yeah Uh uh-huh uh-huh and there's what went on main street here oh you're gonna see them pop out everywhere i mean they'd be again liquor consumption is going down they're looking at the trends in the united states and these these liquor stores are shaking in their boots they're not shaking in their 
boots, they're converting. They're right? converting. I mean, and you know what's funny? Um, our city has a reputation for having a lot of liquor stores. Yeah. I think that you're going to find that many of these liquor stores are going to flip, and there's going to become a bit more of a balance. Like you're going to you're going to probably lose 25% of your liquor stores yeah. and yeah. gain 25%. You know, the equivalent yeah. in, in cannabis stores. Yeah. I think there'll be a flood. Just knowing this city, I think there'll be a flood of dispensaries. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll see a lot of them die real quick. That's the thing. They may well, they they're gonna be quick. They're they probably may. gonna be run by by not the right people. Guys, have first, you looked right? into I mean, like, the some of them yeah. be great and some of them won't be great? Have you like, looked into the cost of, of leasing space in Airdrie? Yeah, it's bad. It's it's Extremely. astronomical. Yeah, yeah, it's not cheap. It's like where am I? Downtown Toronto? Yeah. Right? I can't see that many dispensaries because again we're a city that's grown pretty quick yeah and but oh, we're yeah. still a small city and a lot of people know a lot of people in the city yeah. so you're gonna be loyal if you know somebody this is mm-hmm. it. You know i can't totally. see 25 stores selling overpriced pot well, making it in the city i'm sorry i just if can't. they open up 25 stores it's only gonna after two three years the big players will remain all the, all the mom and pops the use and me's are gonna disappear right but the thing is that when you sell a product like cannabis even if you can get 10 bucks a gram for it which is arguably high your margin is not very much like i mean you might make four bucks a gram or something and how do you pay your rent and pay yourself uh if you're you know what i mean like you sell a case of beer at 40 dollars or 35 dollars you might make 10 15 bucks off that I so mean, then they make their I'm speculating but I would think that you'd make more money off of liquor. They, or they make their so money on the accessories. That the might be the way to go. But then again, you have to become niche. And mm-hmm. if you have limitations on marketing and everything. See, in a perfect time. world, in a perfect world, these LPs that have all this money and, and, you know, they should actually take the risk with the storefront too. You know what? You know, have your, sell your shit on the store as well as online. Let these craft guys open their own stores and have, that's the competition. Don't force these fucking guys to have to sell your product. Yeah. Your moldy well. shit. Come on. Yeah, I guess they want they want standards. What standards? So standards. At make these microprocessors adhere to the standards. They don't even make the the LPs adhere to their own fucking standards. Yeah, half the yeah. time. But so, anyways, talking I LPs get about LPs. Natural, they're great product. Natural segue into Aurora acquiring MedRelief today. What do you know? What do you think? What's cool. your perspective on the industry now? It's 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 the same thing. I think it's going to be going on like this for a while. These companies are going to be buying up but smaller today, though, companies and was massive, the biggest yet, three point six billion. 3. Oh no, three point two billion yeah. dollar deal, right? Should it, it go through? Oh, it's 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 like I said from the beginning, Boardwalk Park Place, Afri Aurora. But this was this is more than you know Afri had taken over. Was it Afri Broken Coast? Broken yeah. Coast, because yep. Broken Coast is a smaller smaller outfit. But this, Med- these are two juggernauts coming together. <laughs> yeah, Med Relief. Med Relief is 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 uh is wasn't massive. Fourth or fifth, I believe. Of, like of size? LPs. Yeah, I think so. Like this, actual square footage will now or make, more sales? This will now make, should it go through, now make uh, Aurora larger than Canopy Growth. Yeah. Officially. And they're looking at going into Europe huge. Yeah. Like, so, they don't even care about Canada so much anymore. I mean, maybe they do. Med Relief, well, Med Relief, care, is, Med Relief is, an, is Israeli Israeli genetics, right? Uh, originally? 100%. Uh, well, no, I don't know about... Based out of Canada, though. No, but their 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 genetics, their thought is Israeli genetics, like Tikkun uh, Alam or Tikkun Alam or whatever the hell it's called, some shit like that. What about... Um, I don't mean to say shit, the, but it's... Oh, shit's good. It's yeah. a podcast. Um, you, it's okay. You can I'll say Google shit. it. I think MedRelief was almost exclusively just making medicinal cannabis, right? Mm-hmm. They were. 
and, and Aurora had their own medicinal products. But what's what's the deal now? Is the idea that med, med really they're going to run separately will become the yeah. official medicinal stream for Aurora. Aurora? Is that how they're going to go? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Oh you yeah, guys. no, I'm not sure. But oh, um, that would make sense because they are remaining uh, um, a subsidiary company of Aurora. They're not. Yeah, but I mean, they're, they're combining all their share values and everything. Like, it's going to be one company. It's not, right. not running yes. as... Yes, sorry. Yeah. I guess they're, they're, they're going to run separate. They're going to run separate, but they're still separate. under one umbrella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under, yeah. They're going to have nine facilities across Canada now and alone, and I think two in Denmark. I mean, probably kind of, it's also kind of hard to have a company called Med Relief and be a recreational cannabis company. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Hey. Right? I mean, yeah. that's kind of where they base their whole company behind is a medicinal well, good for them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. people who were <laughs> Med Relief shareholders will now get three, oh, a little more than three point five Aurora shares per every Med Relief share. Ooh. I don't know. Like my thought is, they're they're being so aggressive right now. Who Aurora? Aurora. By at what point? Because they're not they're not selling product yet to to justify all the money they're throwing out there. I know they're trying to get, take over the market as quick as possible to get a foothold on everything. Um, but companies like Afria are playing it safer. They're still large. They still have uh, production capacity. It's huge. Uh, Canopy Growth, same thing. Their shares are like 30 bucks each, but they're not diluted like Aurora is. Mm. So my thought is, is Aurora doing too much too quick? I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think so. Well, I think that the market's there. It's going to be there. We were just talking about the, uh, three to five years before the, the equilibrium, right? I mean, they, we know once that switch turns on, they're going to be able to sell as much as they can produce. They're the only people, you know what I mean? They're one of the few that are allowed to sell it. Of course, right. they're going to make mm. their money back. Well, it's, were, it's a monopolized market, man. They were on the news today saying that their share price is based on, on their future assessment of the market, right? So they're anticipating all of this business that they're doing is yeah. going to come back on tenfold or whatever for it will. them. But they were, it was on Global News today, and the, and the guy was talking. Well, they about do it. have a big so. distribution network set up now. Like everything, Shoppers Drug place. Mart, Liquor Barn, Alcana. You were just talking about. Alcana, They've got that. PharmaSave, uh, SAQ. There you go. Which is the government of Quebec. There you go. Mm -hmm. And Done. Bo both um, Med Relief and Aurora both had deals with the government That's, of Quebec. That's Boardwalk and Park Place. Done. Yeah. Put so, hotels on that shit. Mm -hmm. You won. So nothing else to say about that. You guys no. just think it's great. I think. I think. Well, I mean, if, if no, I, sorry, if, hang on. If, if monopolies was, might suck, but you think that there's well, going to uh, be successful in this. Absolutely. Yeah. Aurora and Afria. They're going to be can't successful. Be the, the big guys right now with the square footage and the know-how, they're buying up the. I mean, Med Relief and Broken Coast were two of the best LPs for yeah. quality bud, in my personal opinion, and a lot of people's opinions that I've talked to. They, you ask people if Med Relief. Uh, broken coast, but the prices are fucking ridiculous. Blah 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 blah. But as far as quality, there you go. And you got Afria who bought Broken Coast. You got Aurora who now has Med Relief. So you've got these two big Boardwalk Park Place that have the two best known producers of product. Yeah, yeah. They've teamed up with and are purchased but, to become those big monopolies. But for how long is that going to happen before before everyone realizes that you're you're just drinking another Coors Light and it's it's, it's it sucks, right? Like well, you, and, you have yeah. your, your big companies, and, right? And, and all then, these companies are gonna step I'm, in, and it's actually gonna be Coors Light, today. right? And it's yeah. uh, you know what? If I took a drink of Coors Light today, I'd probably spit it on the ground, <laughs> to be honest, because I don't, you know, I, I appreciate uh, much better beer now, and it's gonna be the same way with cannabis, and it's gonna take time. But oh, I agree with that too. But yeah. but again, cannabis growth, 
Afri and Aurora are not going to hurt. There's the rest no, of the world. Not going to hurt. There's the rest of the world that that will buy this. Molson's stuff. not. Hurting. There's Canada will yeah. buy it. They're not again. Coors is in the states, so. Oh, are they? Yeah. Their last financial they report, will. they actually wrote in that they anticipate cannabis sales. Wow. Um, they, they made a they made so a look at. Right, uh, that's Coors, Coors right? Yeah, I think it'll be a matter of time yeah, before right? yeah. it'll be a matter of time before you no, start seeing courses. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Sorry, you'll start seeing alcohol infused cannabis soon. I don't know. They're oh, yeah, the two watch. separate. You so watch. what about the, if we're talking uh, producers and big producers? What about the new up and comers in Canada? There's uh, Organigram doing very well out east. There's uh, uh, Hydropothecary doing very well in Quebec. In fact, they got the largest contract with the government of Quebec. Mm -hmm. And then also the Green Organic Dutchman that just went public like a week ago. Oh. And they have a, a deal with Canopy Growth to buy. Their Canopy will buy 20% of their product. Um, these are three big up-and-comers, but they're probably like on par with what... Hypothecary's broken. been around for a bit, but yeah. they're, they're just starting to get yeah. an organogram too, uh -huh. but they're starting to get some traction. Well, they, they really are now, yeah. though, and their share values Expensive are increasing too. fast. Expensive weed. Well, they are, eh? Yeah. I think they're, that hypothecary is a bit boutique -y. Like, I know... I know They that are very much boutique -y. I'm using that word in the wrong way because they're already quite large, mm -hmm. but their products and their marketing, they're trying to make it like it's a... Very, very, yeah. very much so. And organogram's been around for a while. I remember them being in Alpine. They have been around for a while. When I first got my to, to starting to, to grab buy. some traction oh good i mean i, I want to see as many and there's a huge market for that too right that like the hypothecary stuff they you know everything you can cater to um a whole industry of people that are into skincare and all different types of of other medication that you can use too hmm. right? i wonder how all I mean, that's going to pan out though with legalization because everything that we've been talking about right now is yeah i was wondering that myself i mean use and medicinal and then now that we're going to you know be legal july august uh, and these guys have like skincare products right are they gonna be sell right? yes yes you watch well they, they'll be as able to until they get caught and they'll have to stop and then another one will it's gonna you know what do you mean continue? no we were talking lps like the dispensaries that are that are opening their doors guys oh. are dispensaries that are opening their doors that are selling lp weed are not going to sell anything that the government's not allowing them to sell right. because they'll get shut uh -huh. down 100 percent but I could, the government's not gonna, I think you're gonna see the doors open pretty wide once legalization hits for a lot of these dispensaries. Right now they're, they're you know, if they, I don't know, I mean, if they advertise, hey, everybody, in that, you know, it's gonna be easy. Come on in here, you know, we're gonna open the doors to edibles. This is how we're gonna do it. Yeah. Everybody's gonna jump in there, right? So this way it's, it's I, I think they're keeping it for themselves, to be honest. I mean, you look at the Ontario government, uh, I, I just see it, the, them keeping it for themselves as much as possible, right? Like once it opens and they've got the monopoly, they'll say, okay, well, here here comes the edibles, guys. Yeah. You well, know, here comes the topicals, here comes thinking, this, here comes that. And you know, like uh, Aurora has, uh, you know, we're talking about how much they're buying, how quickly they are, um, but they're heavily invested in RTI Radiant Technologies, which is an oil extraction company. And, and they've moved their home base up to Edmonton to be near Aurora. Mm -hmm. So another example, right? You say, once they say, all right, edibles are allowed, bang, Aurora's got their extraction company line right they're heavily invested in hemco and now you know if you guys can see aurora, aurora was hiring on linkedin 
Oh, yeah. LinkedIn about Canopy six, growth, seven months yeah. ago. No, hiring for an extractionist. Oh, okay. So what the, you know what I mean? They've already got the nod from the government, guys. That's what I'm trying to get at, yeah. right? Like, these guys, they know what they're doing. You got, it, you know, every, anybody that's sitting here thinking, oh, well, why is Aurora spending all this money and all this shit? It's because they've already got the nod from the government. The They've wink. already got the, that, the, that the golden wink. handshake. That golden handshake that if you build it, we'll make sure they come. Mm. All right. Because because they're all we'll make sure we funnel them to you. Because there'll be no other way but through your fucking doors. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's a very bad thing. Yeah, but it's, it's also thing, it needs yeah. again, it needs to start somewhere, right? Like as far as like legalization needs to start somewhere. It needs to be encompassed and it needs to be stupid and crazy at first and then we as the people, the consumers, the 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 actual people, you know, the consumers need to mold it and shape it the way we want it. So if you don't like the way it's going, don't fucking buy it from a dispensary until they change it. You know, grow your own, figure it out. Yeah, do yeah. your thing, right? Find a buddy to trade with, right? Just don't support the system if you don't like the system. Simple I guess as that, that's it. right? Case closed. I would say. Good night. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, <laughs> you dropped drop. your mic. Mic drop. All right. All right. Well, uh, that brings it to a conclusion for their another Canacast. Um, I just want to give um, get everybody to jump online and go to Canacast Canada um, on Instagram. Oh, we got Smokers Corner Airdrie that's going to be doing giving us a giveaway package. Nice. Awesome. We'll yeah. talk about that the next podcast and we'll pick a winner. Jump on um, on Facebook and get to Canacast Canada as well and follow us there um, as well as Airdrie's Cannabis Cantina if you want any kind of cannabis wellness or education. Uh, we're there to help. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you can listen to this podcast's Ugly Sister Canadian Cannabis Update should you Can- want to... Yeah, my lovely voice. It's not Canadian cannabis update. I changed it. Oh, I couldn't stick to weekly. I was doing like two a week. I was like, "Fuck this." Oh yeah, so. I like Canadian Canadian cannabis. Yeah. You're doing two a week, approximately. Oh yeah, well, yeah. So I changed the name because I was like, "No, I, that just that confines me into something I don't need to be confined in." Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. You're a flower, and you should just bloom. And we're gonna shoot for a guest next time, I think. Right? Hopefully. Absolutely. Yeah. Got a couple yeah. in mind for sure. We should be able to do it at my place uh, in, in the next two weeks as well, so we can just like Wayne's World, just long like Wayne's ribs. World. Long rips, and uh, we'll try to pump the next one out within about two weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, we could do it sooner than later. Quickly, because yeah. we had a bit of a three to four week window. Yeah, there. we had a little bit of a break, so let's. Uh, yeah, let's get back at her. Our fans, fans are calling. Absolutely. Right. Ring, ring. <laughs> All right. So peace. Uh, see you guys. Next Cheers, time. guys. Cheers. That concludes our latest Canacast Canada podcast. If you like us. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, and all the rest of the many places podcasts live online. As always, this podcast was produced by My Podcast Pal. For help with your podcast, check out mypodcastpal.com. And if you like the music we play during this podcast, check out Subspiel Records on SoundCloud. The next Canacast Canada podcast is just around the corner. Hang tight.